afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where, of course, I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. It's a great day to make an impact, and I'm going to challenge you to do just that. Special shout out to our sponsor for all the love that you show. We're also now on Instagram, so please follow us at So You Want to Talk About Leadership. We're also excited to announce a brand new segment where we're going to kick off each and every show where we drop different stats, interesting facts and trends about the topic of the day. And that segment is going to simply be called, Did You Know? So to get us started today, did you know that 57% of employees report not being given clear directions? Well, that makes sense because according to an Interact survey conducted by the Harris Poll, they showed that 69% of managers said that they are often uncomfortable communicating with employees, and 37% of those managers said that they are uncomfortable giving direct feedback about their employees' performance if they feel the employee will respond in a negative way. And sadly, did you know that in this same survey, it found that 19% of managers are uncomfortable giving clear directions, and 16% are uncomfortable crediting others who have good ideas, and 16% are also uncomfortable speaking face-to-face -face with their employees instead of email. Now, these stats, this data expose a huge leadership problem, which lets me know that we're on the right track with talking about communication today. So, the definition of communication, it's just the means of sending or receiving information. But, my question is, how effective are we in our communication? To make the communication effective and avoid people to just be talking at one another, the information being exchanged must be presented in a way that the receiver of the message understands it. Now, you guys know I like to give words new definitions. And so my definition of communication is delivering a message in a way that the listener understands the message and has enough information to know what you expect them to do with that information. Now, I recall a story when my wife and I were in premarital counseling and the pastor asked, how well do we communicate? And we both said we communicate great. And, and, and me standing up really proud and saying, hey, you know, we talk all the time. Like, you know, we talk about, you know, this, we talk about that. We talk about what we like, we talk about what we hate. We talk about every single thing that you can think of, but he, but he stopped me and he said, talking is different from communicating. And so of course I'm sitting there in my early twenties, like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Like I'm talking, like we're communicating, like, like, what do you mean? So he gives us an example and he drives his point home. And so to kind of help you out there listening, take this example, for instance, I like Zaxby's. I love Zaxby's. Honestly, I love Zaxby's so much that I think I made my wife hate it sometimes unless it's like one of those days where she's actually craving Zaxby's herself. So let's just say my wife is going to Zaxby's and she asks me, you know, what do I want? And I tell her, hey, give me some wings and give me a drink. She then proceeds to give me five piece hot honey mustard wings from Zaxby's, which I love. And she gets me a Sprite. Did she fulfill my request of getting me some wings and a drink? Absolutely. However, I get upset because she only ordered five wings, no chicken strips, and got me a Sprite 
instead of a sweet tea with no ice. Now let's rewind that track. Did I fail to communicate? Did I fail to communicate effectively with my wife? Do I even have the right to be upset when the miscommunication is on my end? My wife, out of the kindness of her heart, got me the food that I ordered. But was my communication, was it, was it clear? Was it clear to her? Like, of course it wasn't. She may know that my, my usual order is 10 wings, five strips, and a sweet tea, but I didn't tell her to get my usual. I gave different instructions and I didn't provide her with enough information to know what my expectations of her were and it caused the issue. Situations like this happen all the time at work, in the classroom, in restaurants, at home, and even in our personal relationships. It's imperative that you communicate effectively and clearly so there is no confusion. If we communicated effectively, we would have less issues in our lives overall. If people know what is expected of them, they can do what they need to do, and the guesswork and misunderstandings can be eliminated. So I checked out this other study. And so according to a limiting study, 75% of employees list communication as the number one leadership attribute. But only 33% feel like their leaders communicate effectively or efficiently. Now, we rewind back to the Did You Know segment. We, we learned that 69% of managers are uncomfortable communicating with their employees. And 16% are uncomfortable speaking with their employees face-to-face -face instead of via e email. So how can these employees identify that communication is the number one leadership trait when the leaders are afraid to communicate with them? Like I said earlier, that is a leadership problem if, I, if I've never seen one. That Lemony study goes on to show that 71% of employees believe their leaders do not spend enough time communicating goals and plans. Again, if you want something done, or if you want something done right, you have to give people enough information. You have to let the people know what it is that you need. If I want sweet tea with no ice and I want 10 wings and five strips, I can't just tell my wife, hey, can you get me five wings and a drink? I have to give her the specifics so there is no disappointment or a letdown when she doesn't meet my expectation or meet my goals or what I've said or what I want. So it's all on me. And so what I want you guys to see from these, from this story, from this example, from these stats is understanding the onus of the communication, articulate, effective communication. It's on the leaders. There are four types of communication, verbal, nonverbal, written, and visual. Each of these types of communication, they can send different messages. Oftentimes we underestimate the impact of nonverbal communication. We, we say a lot with, with our body language and they can send some very strong messages and sometimes they can send some strong negative messages. So make sure that you are aware of your nonverbal communication because people are watching. And if you are the leader, if you are the person that they're looking at, they're going to be looking at you 10 times more. There are pros and cons, of course, to each type, each form of communication. 
which is why it's so crucial that you are aware of the messages that you're communicating, whether it be verbally, which for the most part, it's pretty easy to make sure that from a verbal standpoint, you're communicating the right thing, except you have to take it a step further to make sure that you're communicating effectively. You're probably not going to say anything sideways, but if you want things to get done right, if you want people to understand what you're saying, you have to communicate verbally effectively. So make sure that you understand how each piece of communication works. So I, I really, I challenge you to look up the pros and cons of, of each of each type of communication and pay attention this week to how you communicate with others and how effective your communication is with others. Another thing about communication is that it can also build stronger relationships. And when stronger relationships are developed, it provides an opportunity for care to be displayed. People are more productive when they work for leaders who they feel are personally invested in them. We take for granted the influence and impact that we have on other people, especially when we're wearing different hats in our lives. Think about the willing sacrifices that you make for your loved ones because you care for them and you know that they care for you. When you show others that you care, you make them feel good. You create a sense of belonging for them. And also because you're showing care, they're going to start showing that they care for others because caring and care, it, it's contagious. And also caring for others help you feel good about yourself. It gives you a sense of purpose. Caring for others, it helps you. Caring for people gets more done than yelling at people. I'm going to say it again. Caring for people gets more done than yelling at people. See, people don't mind following leaders that care about them outside of what they do for the company or the business. No matter where you are in life, care cures. No matter what organization, no matter what relationship you're in, if you show that you care, if there's been some harm that's been done, I guarantee you that care can cure that harm so you can move on. Care is a culture thing. Care is a culture. It, it's a culture within itself, and you want care to be a part of the culture in whatever environment that you're in. But understand that it starts with the leader. Communication is key, but care is king. Never underestimate your influence and your impact. I want to give you a quote that many of you probably already know from a former president. And it says, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Now, I'm sure we have some brilliant leaders out there. I'm sure you listening to me are brilliant and you know a lot of things. But when somebody comes to you or you go to somebody and they ask you for help or you ask them to work on this project or you ask them to assist you in making sure that this gets done, they're going to want to know, whether in that moment or in the past, it's going to cross their mind about, hey, how do I feel about doing this for this person? Do they care about me? Because you have to understand no matter how brilliant you are, if you don't show others that you care about them, then they're not going to be as willing to sacrifice and do things for you. Because let's just face it, I'm going to care a lot more. I'm going to be a lot more passionate about what I want to do and what I want to see than someone else. I love college football. 
I don't expect my wife to be as passionate about college football. But if I've shown her in the past that I am invested and I care about her interests and the things she wants to do, then she may not mind sacrificing to watch a game or two with me. So again, you have to make sure that people know you care because it doesn't matter how much you know, it doesn't matter how brilliant or how much of an expert you are. And so as we close, you know, I got to give you these five things. Communicate effectively the first time, because if you do it the first time, you get it right the first time, you give that person who you're asking the favor or you're giving the task to, you give them a greater opportunity to get the task done right the first time. As it pertains to care, to be human is to care. So in order to care for others, just do what we humans naturally do to care. We care about our own things. It's not that difficult to care about others and what it is that they do and what they're invested in. Number three, Effective communication lowers your stress level and your anxiety, because if you communicate effectively, you're not worried about any signals getting crossed. You're going to know, hey, they completely understand. They know what my expectations are. And I'd imagine you're not going to give someone you don't trust a task that you need to get done. Number four, don't be afraid to get personal and ask your people what matters to them. And remember the little things, too. They go a long way, like birthdays, work anniversaries, names. I mean, you would be surprised by just remembering someone's name, how how much that can help you. Even remembering the names of their family members because of the conversations in which they share. These are all signs that you care. And lastly, number five, communication streamlines productivity, but care fuels it. I'll say it again. Communication streamlines productivity, but care fuels it. So never underestimate your influence and impact that you have on others, but also never underestimate the power of showing that you care. I have done something different. If you check out the episode notes, you will see that I have created a buy me a coffee page and I did that because I want to offer a little bit more to you guys, but I also want to be able to engage and interact with you. So please copy and paste the link in the notes and just drop a post, drop a hey, drop a hi, wherever you are so we can interact. Obviously, you can shoot me an email because I would love to be able to talk and communicate with those that are listening, those that are supporting me through this. And so if you get a, if you get a second, copy, paste, say hello to your boy. And we can um, just continue to interact like that. So do whatever is easiest for you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode. And as we close every week, be the leader that your peers need to see. Until next time, y'all have a great week. We'll see you.